Hello and welcome to Snacks, a bite-sized pod where we discuss news, trending topics, behind-the-scenes updates and things that caught our attention. Today is Wednesday, we're talking Hump Day headlines. Al Bradford, welcome to the studio. Oh, the screech at the start. There was a little little whiny, little whiny bitch roll. A little Amy Winehouse, Oh, huh? just a little, yeah, yeah. Yeah. little Yuck. Huh? That, was, that was one of your worst intros. But you know I'm pretty honest. I'll tell you when you're hot and when you're not. But So that was not? It was a bit screechy earlier. It was a bit, bit whiny. Oh. As you said, Amy Winehouse, good. I didn't, I didn't have any arms or R's. I thought like, I just No, it wasn't it. that. You went stumbly. It was just a bit like pre-pubescent. Well, that's, a, that's all right, you yeah. know, get fucked and do the intro yourself from now on. Hey, look, because we are talking uh, some big headlines today, aren't we? Oh, I'm kind of excited and juicy because I feel like you're going to go off on another little Robbie's rant, I feel like, because I know you've ranted about this particular thing, the first thing that we're going to chat about um, quite, a, quite a bit lately, and I'd, I'd love to hear your opinion on the record. Well, what are we covering? Well, you, you're the host. Hey, I tell you what, we're, we're using a schmicko new screen here oh, for mate. these hump day headlines. I have to get a bit of a happy snap and yeah, share will. what's going on there. But uh, thanks to Espresso Displays, thanks to Espresso Displays, hundred percent is is the first uh, yeah. portable touch screen. It's the thinnest. It's the thinnest, best. The best. I don't it's, know. All I know is it's sitting connected to the computer in our podcast studio, and we're touch screening and doing yeah. shit. You and know? look, it's very easy to connect and get it all sorted. So. That's good like, for monkeys like us, huh? I feel like I'm inside the technology. It's good, isn't it? Like when you get a new toy, you just like to look oh, at it, yeah. don't you? Anyway, first article comes from Pitch Black. After Neil Young boycotts Spotify adding content advisories to any podcast that discusses COVID-19. All right, this is a big topic. Everyone's hating on Joe Rogan at the moment. Yeah. And I'm not like the, I'm not like a, I'm not going to fucking bleed for Joe Rogan. Yeah. I'm yeah, going to give a fuck yeah, about yeah, Joe yeah, Rogan. Yeah. But I'd, I'd, I find it really, really weird, the state of the world we're living in where Everyone just trying to, all of a sudden, he just, everyone wanted him gone. Cancel. Cancel. Cancel him. Cancel Joe. It was pretty it's, quick, wasn't it? It was just, but it was relentless. Yeah. The amount of headlines that, it, that he's generated in a short period of time and the amount of hate he's getting on Twitter and how, like, it's like. Well, you go down the Twitter rabbit hole. So, how much hate was out there for well, it's him? Not, like, it's, celebrities and shit everywhere, yeah? Well, the media hypes this stuff up. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, because they hate him. Well, he calls out CNN and things like that. Yeah. And CNN go on there and do headlines about him. And it's like. Well, that's fake as fuck. It's all this stuff yeah. to try and make make the people who are reading all this crap mm. either sit on one side or the other, yeah. and then they f- put fuel on the fire, and then they and they don't just want them to sit on one side; they wanted to kill each like other. Like hate them. They want to hate. Like you hate you, the other. If side. you think about even talking to someone that believes yeah. the same thing or watches their, you've is that you that the bloods and crips? Bloods should, and crips. You should die. Yeah, it is a little bit like that. And you're seeing like names out of the woodwork from years ago, like Joni Mitchell and uh, Neil Young, and you know they've wrote some. Good songs back in the day, but like, I don't know. It's just pretty crazy because I, I know he's like a Neil Young fan, eh? I watched the video that he done, the response video or whatever. It's all the craziness and stuff. And he mentioned that he was a Neil Young fan. So it would have been an interesting... Imagine him just going, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, no, I don't think he can do the... I, I don't think he can play the... I don't think what the fuck is going on, Carl. Yeah. You know, I just think he... Yeah. Even on his video, he played a bit like, oh, I've got, I was just talking to interesting people and... I. Yeah, he he did the he did it's the smartest video ever, but he's a smart dude. Yeah, very smart. You know, he played in, he said he said he's sorry, he listened to the other he 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 could acknowledge the other people's point of view. Mm. He said, "Great to have the haters, thanks for being here, all that sort of crap, but he also he has I saw some stat the other day, his viewership per episode is like 10 to 11 times more than what like say CNN has." Yeah, yeah. 
And he knows that. Yeah. And he's smart as fuck. Yeah. And oh, I need to do But blah. do you think that's half on Spotify's account though? If you're like, you know, when uh, when you, anything you said about COVID on Instagram, you get that little thing at the bottom that would say click more information, facts, whatever, that shit. That should have been happened from the start. If you mention the word COVID or if you get if you're talking about that, it's like, you know, when you upload a pod and it's like, does this have swearing? Does this have whatever? Are you do you talk about COVID in that where it's like it gives them a warning? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I I'm talking about it from a non... Like, I get it. This sort of come out of the COVID, mm. but I don't feel like it's about COVID. Oh, it's just like it's about points of view and, and just all different things. It's yeah. a, for me, it's about power, control, and censorship. That's what it's yeah, about. Yeah. It's about there has to be one area, whether it's government controlled or big tech controlled or the big financial interest that's involved. No this, one else can think like this. It just has to be like ours. And that's why yeah. we fucking love podcasting. Well, that's the, this bo- is the we're cool thing. a podcast for free thinkers. We're a podcast for free thinkers and I feel like you should be able to listen and explore yeah. different perspectives from different people. Yeah. And the fact that he comes out, I saw one interesting clip about Joe Rogan. I know I'm saying he needs to – you can't be all smart and act dumb. That's my thing. Mm. But on the other side, to back him up, he's also had – uh, if he, people, he's been labelled like this far right dude, but he's had heaps of people from the left. He mm. had Bernie, Bernie Sanders, mm. and he and he talked openly about how he's going to vote for Bernie Sanders in the last election. Who was as far left as you get? Yeah. So it's like, hundred percent. He gets both sides on, and that's the thing that you you like, especially when you're doing pods like him, where it's like you speak to anyone and everyone. You know what I mean? And if it's a political type of thing or whatever, where there's something big on, he'll he'll. I, I find that he tries to get both sides. I don't yeah, know. You'd, I, con- you'd probably consciously about, lean to a side. You yeah, know. no, but he, he talked about being more balanced. And I just think, yeah. though, I was thinking about this before we discussed it, and he has had, like, he had Dr. Carl Malone, but he also had the, the doctor that come on and talked on CNN about the stuff. So he's had a, other, yeah, other guests well, yeah. in the same period of time, but mm. I think that why it was important for him to discuss that or even have those type of guests on, because that conversation was not had it wasn't being had anywhere else. Yeah. And it was being stopped from being had. And if people want to hear about it, we can't like, it's not like banning, it's like banning yeah. books. And the thing is, like, the guy who, that Malone guy, like, he was part of, like, he's not like he's an outsider who's wrote books about, like, vaccines and shit. It doesn't matter what you think of if he's right or wrong. He probably deserves a seat at the table to at least be heard about what he thinks about something. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Like, if you've been involved in that, you've probably got a fair idea of what goes on. You might not be right on this particular case, but you probably should get heard. You know yeah. what I mean? But when you're doing the misinformation, like the same misinformation and all that sort what of stuff. What is misinformation though? What's what, what, well, who's d- deciding that? That's the big part. Like big who, brother. Yeah, big who, brother who's decides. going, oh, that's wrong, that's right. Hang on, what the fuck? I know for, for a fact that when we done the Scott, Scott Morrison episode and that, it just gets buried in the in the um, viewers. You know what I mean? When you're posting and stuff, if you mentioned that- We like, had like 27 yeah. views on LinkedIn after it's two hours weird. of posting something like- And after speaking to John Phillips, one of your favourite episodes from last year, all this data shit and all this stuff that's going on at the moment, it is mental. Yeah, well, this this leads a lot- to, This actually leads to yeah. lots of different stuff. I think it comes to like the censorship aspect of who's allowed to talk and who isn't allowed to talk. And who decides it? Who decides it? And then the, on the other side of it is, well, who's if everyone wants to cancel- Joe Rogan within two seconds. Who's cancelling the mainstream media when they publish different lies and they don't go back on things and they do their... And they've been caught out. And they do their two-second apology clip when they yeah. when they run something wrong. Like, all of them have happened. Channel yeah. 7 happened last year when yeah. they did the racist... Remember the racist yeah. headline <laughs> yeah. and shit that yeah, they did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Heaps of shit like that happens where yeah. they don't get held to any account or yeah. any different standard, but this bloke, because he's one person... It's a lot of powerful... It's fear, ones. isn't it? It's, it's fear. fear. I reckon it's just, it's just people who like the power and control... Mm. Find Joe Rogan intimidating, not because of any other thing, anything else besides his reach. Yeah. He's got so many eyeballs on him. Yeah. And they go, well, how come he's yeah. one person? Yeah. You can't have that. Yeah. We pay all this money and we've got billion dollar things. And in we can't even get a slithering of what he's got, you know? And 
that's why I think it is important with the with the stuff that he gets on. I think like Spotify have done a good thing with all this shit. Like if you want to read more into, you know, and and do it's almost like think for yourself. You know, if you yeah, give, yeah. given these things where you can go down the rabbit hole and you can find out if it's real. We have guests on sometimes. And I'm like, that's not right. You know, yeah, and you're 100%. like, doesn't mean I fucking agree with you know. It's like yeah, man. You know. You did, it's just that's the way it is. No one's perfect. Like there's bits and pieces of things that you take away and you go, that that seems right. That does. When Joe Rogan was talking about all the stuff happening in Australia, it was like he was wrong. all living in our backyard, and I'm going, bro, this guy's got not a clue what's going on, and you don't have to take that from him. But the other stuff that he's had on, you can take bits and pieces and go, yeah, that's probably right. We you are, know, we are think a, for yourself. We are a podcast for free thinkers, and it, I think this is just highlights that. No one wants to do any critical thinking. They just want some overlords to tell them what to think and then they fuel the fire and then everyone hates each other. They don't even know what they're doing. Yeah. It feels very divisive. Even like, oh, you, you're, you're an anti-vaxxer, you're a vaxxer, you're a thinger. It's very – it's like you're – there's no way really people sitting on the fence, is there? You either hate it or you they've caused so much emotion. Yeah, we're in we it's in a weird are you, are you, is your emotions hot? And even with the tennis, all right, I know we're gonna get into it a bit later, but the um reactions from the crowd and that I reckon it's we've been locked up for so long, people haven't seen people let, beers. let out a bit of tension, I They're reckon. Letting out a bit of tension and you know, there's just so many different things at play, you know, and you can see it unfolding. Hey, we better go on to the next article because talking yeah. about tension, yeah. uh 20,000 coconuts filled with liquid cocaine seized by shocked officials. Is that why I've seen you at Coles just buying the coconut cream at least once a day and you just, <laughs> and you just suck it from the pouch? Hey, I've been, that's why we keep going to Coles and they keep, everyone must be having curries lately. What's, <laughs> go, what's going on? It's pretty, yeah, that's interesting, isn't it? Where that was, was my article, by the way. I found this article. This is what I contributed to. Well, fucking read it out and tell no, me you, what we're you looking read at. It. No, you I read can't it. see it from there. The no, screen's too far away. All right. A huge shipment of 20,000 coconuts filled with liquid cocaine has been discovered at a Colombian port en route to Italy. An anti-drug unit of the Colombian National Prosecutor's Office working with a special police team found the coconuts hidden in 500 canvas bags on a container due to leave the Caribbean port of Cartagena or Genoa on Italy's northwest coast. Uh, can you scroll down for us, please? Sorry, mate. Yeah. yeah. Um, upon inspection, it was established that <laughs> the water and the tropical fruit had been exchanged for liquid cocaine. Liquid cocaine? I don't even know. What there is you that? go. 20,000 coconuts. There's a, there's a lot of coconuts there. Mate, imagine. That's, I'm just, we're looking at the. Maybe we'll put that as the, the, the clay pick, right. I you reckon, like there. So you can see how many coconuts there are. But I'm just looking at that and going, how much is that worth? Maybe scroll down. It'll, have, they, have they got an estimated value? Yeah, go that? down, maybe get down. Oh, here we go. Investigators that we have found into that a shipment of fresh coconuts have been injected with 60 grand. Oh, that was another one. The scam was spotted. So it's happened before. It's, a, it's the fruit, the, the coconut, uh, the cocaine fruit. Smugglers, they're at it again. <laughs> it's right, it's Imagine one of them hits you on the head. You just, you just, you know, away in Italy, and you just, you know, you got your little towel out, and a big coconut hits you on the head, and you open it up. You go, give oh, it a lick, and you're off. <laughs> Put the straw in, you know. Yeah, too much. Taste the dream. There you Taste go. Well, the dream. well, there you go. That's a that's a really good article that I. That well, I thank found. you for bringing that. Uh, <laughs> I thought you were going to lead into the tennis after I sort of had the. The tennis segue, and you just went straight to the other one. You know, but we had the flow. Yeah, well, and all right, the flow's to, ruined now. So. trying to ruin the flow. Oh, the flow's ruined now. Hey, anyway, thank you for bringing an article to the table. For those the, at home Do you listening. want more of them ones, or do you want more of the political, you know, I divisive ones? I think a fun headlines. Uh, it's like the news, actually. If you watch mainstream media, they give you all this hell, and then they show a bunch of guinea pigs on a, ha- on a wheel. Yeah, perfect. Well, you can give yeah. us the guinea pigs, because <laughs> yeah, that's I'll a guinea pig article. I'll give you the fun news. All right, next one. Special case praised Australian contingent in Special Australian Open. Kokonakis and Kyrgios, Ash Barty winning the Open. Tennis was on fire this summer. You were at the tennis? Yeah, I went to the tennis. It was good. I went and saw Storm Sanders in the shook doubles. A, shook a few hands. Shook a few hands. You know you know how it is. Kissed just a few babies. Wore the glasses. Covered. No one recognised it was good. You know, just a nice little humble day. 
Yeah, it was you, good. Yeah. Did you wear check advance or? Uh, no, I haven't worn them since. To be honest, they've been they've been in there. No one likes them. I can't believe. that. Why do you keep bringing that up? I just I just can't. We're believe We're talking it. about the tennis, mate. You know, but I didn't know what shoes you wore to the tennis. I don't really go out much, and you know, I tried to dress up. Oh, what did I wear? I wore the Obies actually. Yeah, perfect. I was like, can we get in? Can I get in with this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mate. Hey, but what did you think of the tennis? Were you on the were you on the tennis? I, lo- train? I actually love the tennis. Yeah, I went a few years ago. And it felt like you're in Mykonos, like in the in the fucking tents and all that out there. Everyone's just dressed to the nines. Everyone's just having a good time. There's drinks. It's expensive, but as all events are, but. Um, it's a good atmosphere. There's like sport in general. Like I like you, when you go see the best of the best, it's always good. But the tennis, I feel like you feel like you're very close, and you can hear, you know, you can hear everything, and the atmosphere and the and the. I oh, don't know. It's really. I I'd go every year. If How I good could. sport? It's good. It's like the tennis. I was surprised like years ago when I went. I was like, what the fuck? I should have been coming to you Are years you ago. Watching Barty go down five one in the second set. And then and the other chick feeding into the yeah, crowd. Yeah, what's going? Just going she should have kept going. But Barty just didn't. She didn't even like crack. No expression in her face. Nothing. She just. Did you like that? She went to work. Yeah, I fucking loved yeah, it. Good, she went it? to yeah. work and she just was so determined. Mm. And then you could see it in the other girls. You could. She I was losing. She was yeah. just getting so frazzled. Yeah. She should have kept leaning more into the devil, you know, because that's where she got the energy where she but, was a bit like... Yeah, I know, but it's, it's easier said than done against the world number one who just showed no emotion. Like the Terminator. She's yeah. like a Terminator. Come back from 5-1. Well, you don't, you I'll don't, have this match. You don't you. give people an inch, do you? You don't give people like her an inch as soon as they... It's like Rafa said after his, his one where he's like, oh, I just knew I've still got hope. You know what I mean? Like it's still like, even though he's hitting... You know, some of the shots he was playing was like... Like, even I could probably get him over the net. You know what I mean? And this bloke's just, he's sweating profusely and stuff. And then to still have the belief of, like, I don't care. Like, that guy, uh, Medev, Medvedev. 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 He could have, like, he was in prime poly. Did, did you see that AI stat thing? It was, like, a predictable score. Yeah. He was down, it was, like, third set. He was down 3-2 and Nadal was down 40. I love 40. Yeah. And Medvedev had four break points. Mm. Some AI, like, match predictor score was, like, was 90, yeah. 97% or some shit like that that it was... Uh, Nadal was going to lose. Yeah, and he come back, and yeah. I could. I went to bed after the yeah, second. Of course, set. I was you like, did. Oh, I'm surprised you even watched a, a uh, fucking serve. I was, I was spewing. He come out, and I was like, Oh, Nadal's done. He's done. But what did you think about the crowd reactions when he, he said after the press conference? I don't know if you heard Medvedev's. What is his fucking name? Medvedev. Medvedev. His press conference after he's like he's lost the love of tennis because of the, he was. I can see. You're yelling at ball boys and stuff. Like, Australian crowds aren't going to... You know, you just got to lean into it. Even when people... (laughs) Come on, bro. You know, you called the chair umpire a small cat. (laughs) That's weird as, bro. You know, like, just chill out. Hey, don't don't yell at the ball kids. People don't respect that, do they? I don't respect that. But I was watching him play, and I'm like, this guy is so good. He's good, He's so good. And I I could watch him play for... And he's entertaining because he's a bit crazy, but... The fact that he I fell in love, like, come on, bro. Like, he moves around the court a bit like you. You need to earn graciously. Huh? He moves around the court like you do, graciously. Oh, pretty good. I reckon I'd have him in the little short game. He didn't come to the net much, did he? <laughs> All right. No, I could get him running. What about Kyrgios and Kokonakis? Yeah, for the actual article. What's the article? What do they say? I just, they're just talking. I just you just wanna, want to talk about it. I want to talk it, yeah. about Kyrgios and Kokonakis. And just the feeling of, like, the different atmosphere they brought to to men's doubles, but also just the amount of eyes they put on the sport. Well, before we click record, actually, we were talking about, because I just saw the the articles of, uh, I think it was like Kyrgios slams, Barty or slams, like he, like everyone was there to see him kind of thing. And there were a couple of the quotes that were pulled from articles that I read. And then I was like, that's fucking weird. I thought, you know, he's pl- being the good guy now kind of thing. And then you come in and go, it wasn't like that I at all. I felt like it was massive clickbait. Yeah. Well, you it know the articles I'm talking about, though? Well, there was, like, heaps of them. They took out one, they took out one sentence of out of context of how we, he was talking about how, the, like, my understanding of what I got from him talking was he was talking about when he t- said, we've brought so many eyes and we're the big draw card for the event, or like, mm. 
For the about, men's doubles. He talked about the whole series. He brought oh, yeah. heaps of eyeballs. He brought heaps of energy. He recreated doubles. Because he deliberately done it. Like, he had a plan, and I feel like that was he was going to play into the fun part. Yeah, he wasn't he? taking anything away from Ash's win. Yeah. He's just talking – he was just saying – he talked about Ash's um, dad and, like – I just yeah. feel like they people just pull the headline. They want people yeah. to hate people. You well, know? before his match and when she was coming through and the, he was there, they were all just there sort of like congratulating and, and just being in the – like before a match, you know, most people would probably feel like you'd be in the zone and just doing your own thing. But to be out there kind of just chilling and – He went Instagram thought, live on the way out. Yeah, too. well, that's why I thought it was weird when, they was, when, when I saw them quotes and I was like, what the fuck? Why would he say that? Yeah, but I just think that's, that's mainstream media. We discussed it when, in the start of uh, yeah. with Joe Rogan. That's what they but want the, to do. do they, want, they want the clicks. But it's paying attention too because for someone like me, I, I read a story and like, do I go to the next one and do it? Like, I don't really care that much. You know what I mean? Like, it's, But you really, if you want the truth, you have to go back and, and look, look at stuff. Deeper, yeah. Do you look deeper at stuff? I only have the stories I care about. Yeah, sometimes I don't really care. Maybe because we've got like a podcast Ma- now, maybe now you do more research. Like math, maths headlines. Oh, I don't know. Oh, that know. sort of stuff. And that's like, it now, maths and Survivor and all yeah. those sort of things. I reckon you'd be good on Survivor. <laughs> It'd be good to watch, I reckon. Big bad Mark Wales is on there. And we, um, he's on there now. I haven't seen it. I've never watched Survivor no, in my no, life. I've never been a Survivor watcher. I've never, I don't even know what the thing is, but... Um, we had Jared Seng on too. He was on Survivor too. Yeah, but he was yeah. On Survivor, yeah, Mark Wales is on the new one, I think, with Samantha Gash, his, his wife. Yeah, it's already started. Are they going well? Or do I you know? know. It's like, I think we're only like a couple of episodes. What, how do you, like, going well? I think you're just going to try and survive. That's the name of the game. And they don't eat and shit there, do they? Like, they have days without eating. Yeah. I reckon I should go. I reckon I should go. I'll come back fit as. Just come back. With a new ripped. mindset. Imagine meeting with Dipper or something. Uh, Dipper's here. I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. Well, same shit, isn't it? Hey, if you're new to the pod, we, this week we actually dropped our, our new series brought to you by Pedestrian TV and Sharesies called Unlikely Investors. Uh, new episode will drop <laughs> once. I'm trying to get through it. Oh new episode drops every uh, every week for the next eight weeks. We kicked off with Brooke Roberts, who's the co-founder of Sharesies. If you don't know who Sharesies are, LinkedIn actually named them the number one uh, top startup I saw that Zealand. little LinkedIn post that you done. That's eh? a good little stat. They're, yeah. they're, they're New Zealand's big behemoth coming through at the moment. And the next sort of Canva from New Zealand. They're giving me Canva vibes. Uh, well, Brooke, honestly, that episode, you know, we speak to lots of uh, business owners and stuff like that. She she stood out, didn't she, really, yeah, in she terms really of how she's been able to build it. And, oh, no, she's well, really cool. And if you haven't gone, gone and checked out what Sharesies are all about, go and, go and have a sus because they are – it's about like – Well, we're on there. Financial well-being, financial empowerment. Like it really matches up to what we talk about and mm. what we stand for and something that we don't really cover that often on the pod is around like money and wealth building and all that mm. sort of stuff. But obviously it's one of the most important things you can you can do for yourself. And but sometimes Sharesies make it easy. They're funny around money, you know what I mean? And when, when it's a podcast directly around that and, you know, people know that they're getting interviewed, they, it's good like that, you know? Because sometimes you don't want to surprise people with, so how much money do you have in your bank account? <laughs> yeah, uh, you know what I mean? Oh, well, you know, well, shut up. Yeah, it's don't, don't talk about it that. It is a bit much. Anyway. But it's good. You learn a lot. And next week's episode, it's already been uh, teased anyway, so we can say it. Yeah. It's a rapper B-wise. He was, huh? He's cool. He had to cancel his tour. We were going to go. Um, it was late January. Laundry, laundry bar. bar, bro. Yeah. And uh, sick. Laundry bar is sick. It is good. I've had it? a few fun nights at Laundry uh, Bar. You don't never have fun. Uh, upstairs or downstairs? It is upstairs. Isn't There's it? two different areas. I saw um, Childish Gambino, Donald Glover, play DJ set there once. Yeah? It was crazy. It was good, man. He, after one of his shows, it um, got word that he was playing a DJ set, and me and Jesse Anderson actually. And Sam and Neil, I think it was. We there went. You go. Yeah, we went. Took a couple of photos. Had a bit of fun. There you go. Had a bit of a boogie. That's the end. That's the end of my story. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you are new to the pod, we drop guest episodes Monday, Thursday. Snacks pods. They come at you hot. Tuesday, Wednesday. Hot or not drops Friday. Uh, back again at you tomorrow. See you then. This has been a Wellbeing Network podcast. <laughs>